I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is the place you go to when you want to hear the latest when it comes to anything out of the ordinary from shadow people to hat man, angels to aliens, anything and everything. I am telling you, I don't care if Bigfoot is cooking breakfast in your kitchen when you're at home. Tell me about it. Go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com. A lot of people don't know how to spell that name. So you can also go to ShadowFolks.com and tell me your stories. Tell me your perspective. Tell me what you've seen. Tell me what you've heard. Tell me what's going on in the family. I don't care what it is, uh, as long as it's supernatural or, you know, even uh, mysterious like near-death experiences. Uh, if you think you saw an angel, you know, or, or holy encounters, I mean, I cover it here. And I'm not a guru. I'm not a know-it-all. I'm just somebody who has been there, seen that, experienced it, freaked out, found some answers, got over it, wrote about it, and now I'm trying to help others do the same darn thing as myself. You know, this program, we also interview a lot of fascinating people. Today is not that day, though. (laughs) So why did I mention it? Just to let you know. Uh, But today is one of my favorite shows. It is me answering those very emails I'm requesting. And by the way, the more details, the better. I'm telling you. And if you've got photos, drawings, send them over in an additional email if you'd like. I, I don't care. Go to Heidi. Hollis at gmail.com or I mean send it there <laughs> and uh, yeah because a lot of people are like you know I really wanted to send something along I'm like well feel free go right ahead um, it, my form doesn't quite allow for images and whatnot but um, you can always write me and also hello social media at one Heidi Hollis put a one in front of my name that is a, exact a same for TikTok Twitter Facebook Instagram 
Okay. Um, YouTube, that's a whole other story. It's just my name. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, people are always surprised. Oh, my God, she actually responded to me. Mm-hmm, yeah, if I can, I will. Uh, so, all right, guys. Dipping into the outlandish corner. Yeah, I'm saying it. That's what I think I'm calling this. Uh, the outlandish corner. <laughs> I'm going into this bag of emails. Mm-hmm. As if it's a virtual bag of emails. And uh, I'm going to see what I come up with because I never know. I do not read these things in advance. And I always find it fascinating uh, what happens. And also how they're linked sometimes. And I mean, I am randomly grabbing these things. So, all right. Oh, this is the itty bitty one. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Um, This says, and this is really short. Okay. 2018. Two huge black shadow figure people question mark as tall as trees <gasps> okay and hunched over in my backyard at the old house <laughs> we were kissing each other and throwing up black liquid into each other's liquids ah it's each other's mouth oh that's gross that is nasty like this is something out of a horror movie people i mean what is that i could actually see the movement of the liquid like heat on a hot road it was moving so fast cecilia well that's not a lot of detail but what (laughs) what cecilia what i haven't heard of this not not this black liquid vomiting into each other's mouths. I mean, how fast and how much could get in your throat? Because I'm like backing up and throwing up some more. I mean, I don't get it. That's, um, yeah, I've only heard that in horror movies. Well, in some seances where people are letting go some ectoplasm and, oh, people who are possessed, right? I think we've, we've heard of odd things coming out of people's throats, but, um, it makes me want to throw up just reading this. Um, Ooh, um, black shadow people vomit, everybody. There goes a new one. It's a new category. I'm not making fun. It's just, that's really nasty. Um, So you just put the question mark. Two huge black shadow figures as tall as the trees. Yeah, I have heard of this before. I don't get many emails regarding them being that big. But yes, it does happen. And yes, it is horrifying to hear about because... I can hardly imagine witnessing something like that. And um, I'm going to tell you guys something that comes to mind about this as well. But first, um, usually what's that big is Hatman. Yeah, Hatman, that big as the, as the trees. Uh-huh. And people are like, my gosh, he's only been six foot tall. I, I guess I'm fortunate. Yeah, you are. When you think about something like that, chasing people chasing after cars like he'll stretch it's oh i get such chills oh did you guys feel that oh he'll stretch chasing people and he'll take a long step towards you and you're driving a car and you can't get away imagine that yes i've read those emails and um heebie-jeebies all day long Mm mm-hmm that's that's what i feel um so yeah, uh, shadow 
figure people. I've heard of them being large and stretching and a lot of tentacles like that kind of gangly stretching out like that where it's disgusting. Um, but I don't understand. So you guys are just like, you know, having a little kissing session going on. And then then you saw them and then you started throwing up the black liquid. I mean, what happened after that? Were you throwing up because you were so stunned you saw this thing? Did something in your belly say, oh my gosh, something evil is here. And oh my goodness, it's coming out of my throat now. And then you're talking about that you actually saw the movement of the liquid like heat on a hot road. Are we speaking of the liquid that you were vomiting? Yes, you are. Okay, I'm looking. I mean, did you get a stick and poke it? I mean, I don't know. Did you take photos, a video? I don't understand. I don't understand. And it was moving so fast. The the black liquid coming out of your throat or the shadow beings? I, I have a lot of questions, Cecilia. A lot. Oh, my goodness. I swear to you, sometimes I get the most interesting stories that are the briefest. And I always say, please, dish these things out heavily with details because we can all learn from this. I, I would really like to learn more because that is rather unique. I don't know if you're pulling my leg. People try that as well. Um, but that's not what I'm here to do to prove or disprove if somebody's telling me the truth or not. Um, some people, they, they like to josh around and do stuff like that, but what can you do? Um, I think I met the first internet troll on the planet. I had a, a website out before a lot of people did when it came to UFO stuff. Um, it was called UFO, the number two in the letter U.com. So UFO to you.com. I still have that site up, not as detailed as it once was, but, uh, I ran a UFO and uh, paranormal discussion group for over 15 years. And, um, yeah, and people are always surprised. What? you did that for so long? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, so I've been around these things for quite some time. And uh, so I see patterns. And um, UFO alien topic is where I came from, though I was raised in a haunted house. But I, I really touch base on a lot of things. And coming from personal perspective to a researcher perspective to an author's perspective. So yeah, I am never without like uh, a category, it seems. <laughs> it's like you cover a lot, Heidi. Mm, yeah, I do. I lived a really strange life. But um, and, you know, it, it always comes up. I don't know. It's bizarre to me. Like, well, you seem to enjoy this too much. It's like enjoy. Um, I, I don't understand what that means because I have a uh, this type of personality where it's like I, I'm not out to gloom people down. You know, um, I'm a therapist, behavioral health. I work in that area as well, well as um, a physical rehabilitation, um, cognitive and psychological. So I, I try not to bring people down. Everybody's got garbage in their life, but I'm talking about something I'm passionate about. So I'm trying to get people to handle these topics like they would anything else. And this is how I handle it. I talk as I would to my friends. Um, I hope others can learn to do that too, instead of feeling they've got to put that flashlight under their chin to be legit. Um, yeah, but I, I've seen some horrible things. Um, throwing up black liquid, not outside of a horror movie. 
and uh, hearing reports of exorcisms and uh, things of that nature and certain seances way back in the day. You guys have heard of those like the You see those old black and white photos of ectoplasm coming out of people's mouths. I don't know if you guys have heard that or seen those uh, those photos. You've got to Google them unbelievable and and there's like you know usually a lady medium that's like kind of half knocked out with this goo that becomes a cloud and it looks like a giant snot <laughs> it looks like a giant snot but it's not it's it's not snot <laughs> uh, okay um so but yeah and i'm like huh one of my good friends is one of the top psychics out there I don't think she snots like that when she's communicating with uh, other things. But not to say that people don't do that, but and I know a lot of psychics. I don't know if any of them tell me that their sinus issue blows up when they're communicating with the dead. So I don't know what that's about. Um, but I have heard of like ectoplasmic like things showing up around UFO sightings, um, other hauntings, poltergeist activity. Um, yeah, but this... This black liquid stuff, I mean, that just sounds outright demonic, doesn't it, guys? It sounds really icky, yucky, demonic, vomitous. You know, I could handle a lot of things. I can handle a lot of things working in the medical field. Vomit is one of them I don't do well with. Mm -mm, Nope. If a patient starts vomiting, I am near vomiting myself. Uh, I just can't help it. Or when speech pathologists would come in the room if I'm treating a patient and they start doing certain... Uh, gag reflex things. I'm the one gagging, you know, so I'm just I'm not good with that. Um, but yeah, so thank you, Cecilia, for writing me. It was really fascinating. I've not come across that. Um, always learning, people. We're always learning. I hope Cecilia writes us back with more details. All right, you guys, we gotta get to our next break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. 
Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Today, it is all about the outlandish corner. This is where I'm digging my hand into the swag bag of your emails about whatever it is that you have come across in your life <laughs> that you may have questions about, um, that you're struggling with, and and whatnot, and I do my best to try to bring some normalcy to this. So yes, I uh, I don't know. I talk as I would talk to my friends about anything. So if you find that I'm just a little bit more casual than the next person, you're right, because I don't know how better to handle some of the spookiest, darkest stuff on the planet without having, I don't know, my own personality interjected. Uh, humor, sadness, grief outright disgust like that black stuff those people were vomiting up into each other's mouths <laughs> that was bad that was bad um so yeah i keep it i keep it casual but you know it's time it is time this is not paranormal it's rather normal that we're dealing with these days right okay so anyways i've been babbling um <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna grab this email okay which one i this looks like a medium-sized one. All right, all right, okay, okay. This one says, Dear Heidi, that's me. <laughs> I would like to discuss my experience as I have yet to find another that parallels. Ooh, okay, all right. I had, quote, contact with Hatman from the ages of 7 to 14 years old. I say that because he always took me somewhere. Oh, Really? I would wake up to a sound outside of my window that sounded like a low hum powering down. Hmm. Where else have we heard that before? Aliens, right? Hmm. Some people hear a, a hum. Um, sometimes people hear Hatman humming like a horrible voice. Um, all right, continuing. 
after the silence in a few moments, the hat man would materialize right next to my bed. Ew. Ugh. Okay. He would then open one side of his trench coat and with one arm, as if motioning to get inside. Okay, I got chills. Motioning you to get inside? This is like, ugh. I don't know. Sometimes I, I read these words and I just get the weird heebie-jeebies like, what, what are we talking about here? <sighs> After I slid out of bed and moved into his trench coat, what possessed you to go into his trench coat? 7 to 14? 7 to 14 years old. Hmm. <sighs> he would close it up surrounding my body. Okay. Uh, anybody else getting this picture of Freddy Krueger and all the souls of the children peering out from his skin? Ew. This is just, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Immediately after, we would either walk through the wall or the window or suddenly teleport outside into the gravel driveway. Even though my vision was somewhat obscured, I could see that we'd walked a few steps up to what appeared to be a futuristic craft of some sort. Oh, yeah. What did I tell you guys? What did I tell you guys about the connection between shadow people, hat man, and aliens? Okay. If you want the whole story... My book is called The Secret War. It's the one I wrote in 1997 about shadow people that had gone from coast to coast with a lot of um, different authors. Uh, I was trying to get it published. So, whoo, whoo, oh, wow. And it always talked about this connection. All right, okay. I'm just, this is, this is awesome. I mean, awesome in a sense of to get some of these stories, they're, they're hard to come by sometimes that people will discuss this outright connection between Hatman uh, and, and aliens or craft. So, all right, here we go. I could never decide what type of vehicle we were getting into as it looked like a hovercraft of some kind. Once the door opened and we entered the craft from the side, my memory lapses, and I remember nothing after. Very common with those who have uh, experienced aliens and alien abduction, right? We're, we're like on the same page. And, and what is another thing that Hatman does or shadow people like to do? Paralyze people. Paralyze them. Because they can't take you for who you are, always, you know? It's like the human potential, I'm telling you. Otherwise, they would just take over, you know, and just possess and destroy us. But nope, got to be a little bit of consent. And you sliding out of your bed into his trench coat. Whew, that's just, um, that hits me in ways where I feel like throwing up some black stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry, just, that was bad. Okay, anyways, continuing. I'd always wake up the next morning each time thinking, what a bizarre dream. Oh, until one morning, my parents, my sister and I were having breakfast before school when my mom out of nowhere said, so 
Who was here last night? (laughs) Keep in mind that I was probably eight or nine years old when this occurred. I wasn't sure what my mom was referring to, so I asked what she meant. So she went on to explain that I ran into my parents' room in the middle of the night and jumped on the bed frantically. Oh, this is another similar scenario to those that have been abducted by aliens. I kept pouncing up and down on all fours, repeating, I don't want to go. Don't let them take me. Oh, my chills hit me above the kneecaps. I don't know why. I don't know why. It went right there, right there. My mom went on to explain that my dad jumped out of bed and turned all of the outside lights to take a look. So he turned them on. Okay. Wow. I'm just, I'm feeling this one. Okay. He went into the driveway to look down to the street about 100 feet, but saw no sign of anyone or anything. Needless to say, I was shocked as I did not recall the incident, but thought that it was just another recurring dream. I think they mean they did recall the incident and just thought it was another dream. Oh, wow. Also, this was in the early 1980s. So I was completely unaware about the hat man, UFOs, aliens, etc. There's more to the story and these recurring dreams. Oh, please, please tell me these details. I get these these hints and I'm like dangling here going, what? Tell us, what is it? I'd like to understand what this was, if anything, and also if anyone else can relate. 33, thanks, Mateo. All righty. Um, Yeah, so um, I'm going to say that I have had people tell me about seeing craft right alongside of Hatsman and him kind of introducing people to beings or directing other alien beings um, as far as hopping into his trench coat because somebody whipped it open. Anybody thinking Pennywise? Pennywise, anybody? Whew, didn't that, didn't that uh, movie, Stephen King, It, did that happen in the 80s? I think it was 90s, the first version. I mean, I don't understand this this draw that um, he has, this pull over children sometimes that has them doing things that they would never do. And it's almost like a, a, an autopilot, you know? But it's, it's different. It's different how um, aliens would do that enticing children it's not something that they generally just are known for but hat man is so was pennywise right um from the movie it it, uh stephen king (laughs) i mean it's like what what is this guys what is it ew just ick horrible i i'm just i'm just kind of blown away um but yeah so yeah hat man has been known to do these types of things but i have not heard the trench coat I mean, it just makes me think of the perv down the street, you know, doing something like pulling out this coat like that. It's like, or selling watches, you know, I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's, that's typical 
Um, I have had others tell me, though, that Hatman has opened up his trench coat, um, offered it to people. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm curious what on earth he's been showing you on the craft. Aren't you? Aren't you curious? And what other reoccurring dreams, quote, dreams that you've had that might actually answer to that. And it's like, I would not know unless you actually, I mean, you got to share it, right? You got you to actually share it. So the hints to it don't help. <laughs> if you want the full picture of advice, I do need the details on it. Um, or if you want to email me just privately, you don't want me to talk about here on the air. I don't care. I can do it that way too. But yeah, to try to connect the dots. That's what we do here on this program, trying to connect those dots. And I cover those dots. Okay. I cover those dots and there's, there's reasons, um, behind that whole picture. And yes, sometimes I can, uh, tell why things have happened one way or another and again it's not just my information i'm pulling from either i got uh, a lot of information from uh, there were beings that i had interactions with a college roommate and just really opened up the floodgates about shadow people hat man stuff and uh it's just been this flood all over the world ever since i spoke of it and some people are like maybe you got people to think about it and that's why it's happening more no 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 just opposite i have so many people contacting me still saying i thought i was the only one so thank you for letting me know i wasn't alone um it's with knowledge comes power right and we should be able to take this stuff down but I want to finish my thoughts on this after the break here because uh, we got to flip on over there. All right, you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, the Apollo Jim murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with the Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. 
Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Just for the break, <laughs> we all got our minds blown by Hatman tucking a child into their trench coat and then onto a ship as if his trench coat is a portal of some sort. That's what I think of. What do you think? I mean, it, it sounds like a portal. And, and this, like, sense of being able to go through the wall and suddenly appear someplace else, and then there's a craft. Sounds very alien, doesn't it? Very alien. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I just, um... That hits me so differently, you guys, because it's just disturbing to, to have that kind of invitation like there. But, but it, it makes me think that Hatman had conditioned this person um, for some time to be able to get this kind of trust level. It's like all he does is you hear the hum, you know he's going to show up, you sit up like a robot, and you go into his coat. I mean, his coat? And then you appear someplace else. And uh, obviously it's traumatizing because you end up in your parents' room screaming, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. But obviously, your dad was wise that it must have been an intruder of some kind. And oh, yeah, of the worst type. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I often talk about Hatman being the devil. Well, he says he is. And um, nothing like having been responsible for naming the modern devil in the world today. Um, but oh, it's just it's not an honor. I'll tell you that. Um, but, you know, I, I keep I keep thinking about his antics and people are like, how do you say the devil's flying on a ship? How is that possible? It's like, well, where exactly is he from? Where does he, where did he come from? You know, like, how did he get here? He just happens to be in the center of the planet. And for those of us who are Christian, you know, we got our, our understandings and beliefs like, well, he was an angel up in the heavens. Oh, where are the heavens at? It's not in these white fluffy clouds or this blue sky. So where is it? Where is it? You know? We never think of uh, the devil flying around in his ship. Um, but wow, he sure is kind of hinting to that. 
with some of these uh, reports that come in. It's it's crazy. I know. I know what it sounds like. It's like, next you're going to say Jesus is flying around on a ship. Well, I didn't see him there. Um, you know, there's some people who have, though. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, some of the things that have been said over the years in regards to that. But uh, not to the day that I see him would I know that he's on the ship there. Um, but if you look at some of the... Uh, very old paintings of uh, craft being around Jesus. I mean, there's a lot of hints out there, right? There's a lot of hints. But um, until I would know for 100% certainty for myself, as I like to stay true and blue to my words, uh, <laughs> I didn't see him on a ship, so I don't know. Um, I didn't see Hatman on a ship either. But I'm just saying, this is the stuff that has come forward. And that story that we just... Uh, endured that was that one should make everybody uncomfortable everybody because you're looking at these craft and there's a lot of people who want to run out and just wave at the craft come on down everybody oh what if it's hat man flying that ship Mm -mm. nope you do not want to open up your arms to hat man flying a ship okay and i have had people who have done that and sadly, they've had some really negative things happen. And uh, and I'm talking about going, saying, oh, we're going to try to flag down some craft and make friends. And suddenly they have shadow people and hat man in their lives. Well, here's a reason why. Because that is, <laughs> if they're not actually flying the craft, they may be influenced by, you know. If you're idolizing something that is with no filter, no filter. Uh, I think that a lot of things can happen. So we just have to be careful. Just have to be careful. Remember this story. If you should ever try to open up your arms to any craft out there in the universe and uh, know that Hat Man may be flying one of them. Ooh, chills. Absolute chills. All right, so I'm going to the next email. I've got some here, people. I've got several, all right? This one says, greetings, Heidi. Well, greetings. How are you? Um, my husband and I have seen the hat man and shadow squirrels. What? Oh, my. Shadow squirrels, people. Shadow squirrels. I have not heard of shadow squirrels. Shadow rodents, which could have been squirrels as well. Um, but this is, this is interesting. Okay. Oh, in your home. So, okay, have seen shadow squirrels in our home on multiple occasions at dusk while watching TV or, oh, here goes chills again, or the hat man watching us while we sleep. (sighs) Those chills are just at my base of my back, wrapped around, went down the thighs, up to my kneecaps. Didn't go below the kneecaps, just there. I I don't know why. Interesting, we're where chills hit me sometimes. I like I like sharing where they hit me because it's so weird. It's like only there. That's where the hat man chills reside, I guess. I don't know. All right. Um Western Kentucky. You were the first person I have heard say the word shadow rodent. Oh <laughs> how funny. I, I was just talking about that. All right. So you're in Western Kentucky and this, I'm the first that said Shadow Rona. Okay. My husband and my jaw dropped. We are not sure why we keep seeing them. 
and him, along with those shadow squirrels. Oh, wow. Wow. We had a shaman come and cleanse the property. I wonder how that went. She had researched our land, and we live at the mouth of, quote, Blood River. Mm-mm. Where the Civil War was fought. Anything that got so bloody that it is named after blood. I do not want to live there. <laughs> I'm going to Google. Google search anything named blood or devils, this or that. No, thank you. There's a reason. Oh, no. She said many people died on the property. Oh, well, yeah. And those lost souls would always remain there, entering our home on occasion. Not Hat Man. He didn't die in no civil war. <laughs> oh, boy. We also had a priest anoint the home. I, I have a feeling. Okay, I haven't read ahead. I, I really haven't. I have a feeling this hasn't worked, all of this stuff. But I, I'm, I'm keeping an open mind. Okay, so we also had a priest anoint the home after several incidents of a crow screeching. White noise suddenly blaring from speakers. Ooh. And I have had two friends with psychic gifts that may have brought in attachments. I'm not sure. We did open a portal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> By the way, past the chips, we opened a portal, everybody. Oh, man. Whew. We did open a portal, I believe, when I purchased a vintage. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> a vintage 1962 Ouija board from an old man off the street. <laughs> Don't mean to laugh. What? Oh, what? You believe you put? Okay, you guys, you know me. I'm just I'm being raw. <laughs> I believe you opened up something too, a whole can of it. Whole can of portals with that one. Off the street. All right, so um, Banqua was the name that the Ouija board spelled out. Mm. And after researching, this was a fictional character out of Shakespeare. Okay. Banqua is the character that exclaimed the, quote, witches must die. Hmm. Ironically, my twin psychic friends took heed to that warning and moved out of my place. <laughs> I wouldn't blame them. Wow. My son had also had encounters and actually painted the monster. I was able to capture it on camera. Oh, okay, I'm breathing. Okay, chills are behind the neck. They're behind the neck right now. Um, things have been calm for a while, just a heckler from time to time, or the tall, dark, top hat man appears from time to time. So it didn't work. Mm. Man. And this is Lori. I, oh, wow, Lori. I'm sorry. I, you know, Lori, if you're not used to me, I just, I mean, I have to laugh at some of the things because it's so horrific. It's so horrific. Um, I've been known to be in absolute dire pain laughing because that's how I deal. Um, so 
But you guys have to admit this is a little funny because the 19... You believe you opened a portal with a 1962 Ouija board from an old man off the street. I am certain that thing should not be in your house. No. Um... Shadow squirrels. Shall we start there? Because I'm doing my best to hold it together. Shadow squirrels. Um, yeah, they kind of scurry along the floor. You say squirrels, so I'm wondering, did you see a bushy tail or did you just see that like leg of that black stuff that follows them sometimes? It's like a black smokiness. Um, but yeah, um, shadow rodent-like things scurrying about. Um, they could look like shadow streaks, shadow clouds in the air, but they can scurry along the floor. Um, and, and I wondered why that might be, and it may be because, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of blood spilled, a lot, a lot of blood loss right there on the property, so it's close to the earth. So probably scurry versus floating through sometimes because it is so drenched, I mean, into the, the, the flooring of, of the property. I mean, ooh, that's disturbing. Um, having Hat Man watch you sleep? No bueno. Mm-mm. <laughs> top hat man either he switches his hats up it's the same dude um sometimes he doesn't wear a hat so uh yeah oh my gosh there's a few things to break down here and i'm just i'm trying to breathe um so we got to go to break this is probably a great time to do that so we can break this down a little bit more all right um you guys everybody take a deep breath uh You guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way. Knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with the Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. 
Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Whew, it's the outlandish corner, and I have been tense <laughs> because I'm just, I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry about uh, what has been happening to the people out there in the world. And uh, here we have people vomiting black stuff, um, giant shadow people the size of trees coming by. Um, that put a certain dent in my whole meal for today. That's all I'm going to tell you. I just can't even, ugh, I can't even imagine. Um, and then we're having children being enticed by Hat Man. That's just, that's just too much. And, uh, and then we come upon somebody having opened a portal, perhaps by buying a 1962 Ouija board and, um, having hat man watching them as they sleep having shadow things come through shadow squirrels shadow rodents uh coming through and um you mentioned having had a priest come through to anoint the home a shaman coming through to cleanse the property the psychic twins that lived in your home got a message on the ouija board the witches must die why do they have to be witches? Because they're psychic. So apparently they were practicing witchcraft. So they moved out. And with good reason, they got they got threatened. They got threatened by a really, really old Ouija board. But why are you playing with that thing? Why are you playing with that thing? Um, I would not. And because you have, uh, I'm sure there's something that's having a good old time walking through and uh, having... The Civil War being fought and a lot of people dying on your property. I'm gonna guess that some of those souls went didn't always go very easily into the night um, because that's a war. So there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of misery right there. A lot of energy that's just totally concentrated. And then you brought a Ouija board to the party. No, 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 no. Um, I don't care what the shaman and the priest and whomever else, the twin psychics hanging out there. Um, I didn't hear anything about you taking a step forward in order to keep your home safe. Um, 
it added some fuel to the fire, if anything. So, and it's like, not, not here to shame you or anything. I'm just saying, like, when I get stories like this, I wonder, uh, you know, where's that looking within and like, what? Okay, God, me and you right now, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to bless this place. You know, we're going to put out some prayers and, and surround it with white light and all that stuff. I didn't hear any of that. Um, I heard that you sought help. And I get it. Some people can be really overwhelmed with what it is that they're experiencing. I mean, their house has things in it that two people are witnessing and more. So, yeah, it's like put the whole calls out there. Get at the top of one of those mountains and scream, help me, please. I get it. I do get it. Um, But there's that coming to Jesus moment. Mm -hmm. You know it was coming, people. I mean... It's like, I don't know how better else to battle something than um, it just keeping it real. What is, who did the priest call on? Jesus. Um, I don't know who the shaman may have called upon, um, but it's, uh, that is the only person, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm, that, that I know who can uh, take something like this on. I mean, and, and because it is your property, because you live there, you have to use your faith to cleanse that home. That's why you still have things going on. Um, you know, I have heard many times where a shaman has cleansed things because there's a similar belief system or Native American blood line between the person that they're helping. Um, if they're a Native, Native American shaman. Um, so, yeah. There's those that there's that strength behind that belief. Um, but if you're not, then it doesn't always help that way. It can help with certain things like crossing over um, those in the same belief system that may have been on that property. Um, it, it, that I have heard, you know, helping to cross over uh, those within that same uh, understanding of belief. Uh, how does that work? Uh, you know, hey, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I have heard this. But you still have issues going on. So I am going to tell you that you have got to go through your home and bless it yourself. You and your husband, whoever else lives there, it would be great to have them participate and bless your home. Inch by inch, corner by corner, bless it and say, not welcome here. Please go. Um, You know, and there's, of course, you know, (laughs) I had a, a... uh, ghost hunter once on the program and and he's like I don't believe you could clear out a haunting I'm like why why do you think that he's like think of the billions who have died they're not gonna just go anywhere I'm like you know you got a point there it's like I get it but um they can temporarily just keep at ease and maybe let me live my life where I'm at <laughs> you know please pretty please you know it's like I, I think that there's a negotiation Uh, But I also don't understand uh, some of the pettiness of ghosts who haunt things. Okay? Super petty. Super duper petty. This is my house or this is my car. That's my bowl. I ate my soup in every day. How dare you? You know, like, wow. You are going to spend your afterlife messing with me because I moved your bowl? You're offended? (laughs) You know, think about it. That is awfully petty. So if they're petty on that side, you know they're awful on this side. And so sometimes 
you know, there are Karens and Kevins, even on the other side. <laughs> We're just going to read you the riot act for living your life. Yeah, so that's that's just, there's pettiness out there that can build up into such an, a rage because they have access to other things and energy they could feed upon to make your life pretty miserable. Um, but uh, here we are sitting with Hatman visiting and um, that's not okay with his little minions, these little shadow things coming through. They're not spirits of past loved ones, not black shadowy things like that. No. So um, please, I have on my uh, Facebook group, it's called Shadow People Hat Man Experiencer. I have on there the blessing to go through your home and how to do it and all that stuff. Um, if you don't want to join the group, uh, pop me an email. I'll send you the blessing. I don't charge people. I mean, what's the price of a soul, really? <laughs> it's it, I just can't do that. I, oh, give me give me ten bucks. I might tell you. <laughs> no, that's not what this life is about. We gotta start caring about each other a lot more than we do, and starting from the soul up. How about that? I think it's important. And uh, that's why I do what I do. That's why I've been doing what I do, uh, you know, mostly on my own dime uh, all over. Just trying to get word out there because I think it's important. Because if I'm not going to be okay spiritually, emotionally, physically, whatever, I'm I'm very, very concerned um, with the next person. I mean, I'm not okay until they're okay, you know. Um, can't save the world. I understand. But, you know, I sure can do this part. Uh, there's people who, who open up uh, homeless shelters or help uh, people in this kind of situation or that one. Me? I try to help people who are dealing with demons and rotten good-for-nothings um, and realize that near-death experiences are real. Uh, we do have memories of other lives, and it's okay. You're not a freak. I don't think that you need to walk away from your beliefs and uh, God or Jesus or anything like that because uh, it's okay. You can have a balance. You can have a balance. Trust me when I say that our governments are very aware, super aware of everything I talk about here on this show. Super aware. Aliens are real. Hello. Okay. Space travel's real. Uh, uh, it, time travel. I've experienced some things. I think a lot of people have. That makes you wonder. Something's happening. Um, Near-death experiences. I mean, way back when, uh, there were there were trials, if you will, of, of people who would drink poison so they could go to the other side and experience it and come back with this extra knowledge. You know, they're especially strong if they survived the poisoning. Um, you know, so people have been aware of things for a long time. And, and these dark things that come through our lives. I mean, the talk of a devil. It's been around for centuries. So... There is nothing new under the sun you guys are experiencing that is not understood. It's just that we started quieting all of this down because it wasn't cool to have this understanding. But it was common knowledge among our ancestors. But we got weird about it. Like, oh, gee, I don't know if I should talk about it. Uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Talk about it how you are, where, where you're at. I mean, you're sitting there watching the game, you know, turn over and say, oh, man, that thing came back again last night to the wife so she can put her energy to it so she can brighten up the, the home to say a prayer of protection. You know, there's different ways to understand and to conquer all of this. We can do it. We can do it. 
We just have to trust each other. We have to be in the moment for each other and support each other. All right. So, wow. I, I want to thank, uh, wow, Lori and Mateo and whew, I had quite a few people uh, writing in today on different things. And boy, did we cover the spectrum, huh? Unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, I am really hopeful. We're going to get it together, people. I have faith in the human race. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I hope that you guys do too. Don't forget to go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com. Tell me your stories. Give me as much detail as you'd like. And also you can write me at HeidiHollis at gmail.com and I will respond. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Just put a one in front of Heidi Hollis. H-E-I-D-I-H-O-L-L-I-S. People don't know how to spell my name. Um, <laughs> so Heidi Hollis. And uh, yeah, and I'm here for you guys. And thank you for the kind words. I get so many wonderful messages from people saying, thank you for what you do. And, you know, thank you for letting me know that I'm actually helping in some small way. So I am thrilled and I feel uh, absolutely blessed to be able to do what I'm doing. Also, uh, you know, I do a paranormal comic strip. I think it's hilarious. Uh, go to <laughs> theoutlanderscomic.com and you can follow me on Instagram at theoutlanderscomic.com. All right, you guys. Well, we come to the bottom of another fabulous show. I hope you enjoyed yourself and learned some things. You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.